Welcome to the I Give It F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette, and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. So welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about the Qatar Grand Prix that just went on this weekend. And we're also going to talk about some of your thoughts because there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and also at the end, we're going to talk a little bit about Austin, which is in two weeks. So we're so excited, excited about that. So we have to talk about it. So mm-hmm. um, but yeah, let's get into Qatar. Let's do it. Yeah. I thought um, it was going to be a little bit of a not so exciting race earlier in the week. You know, I don't know why I figured like, okay, I don't think too much could happen. And I was wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think I was wrong, too. I had the same exact idea coming into the weekend. So, yeah, but it was definitely good. Um, But first, before getting into the race, I thought we should talk about um, about the track. Right. So we had it last time in 2021. And it's a newer track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been around for a while, but they do MotoGP there. So um, that's also one of the issues that they had, like with the curves and stuff. But uh, yeah, they had it in 2021 and then they skipped it last year because of the World Cup. Oh, yeah. They had the World Cup. So that's why they didn't do it there. And then this year they spent a bunch of money trying to. A lot of money. Yeah. Making <laughs> like more a- <laughs> money than they spent, I think, building the track. Right? Yeah. Making updates. And it wasn't even to the track, really. It was to like they added um, like 40,000 uh, extra seats like in the grandstand and then some for general admission. And then the paddock was like completely redone, which I don't know if you saw. It looked really nice. It did. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the screens and the buildings that they had. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it was it looked really nice but one thing like with those overhead shots I was like they need to add some trees oh yeah that thing was it's like desert it looks <laughs> completely like-, <laughs> like have a little palm tree or something in there yes you know? yes add it to the budget but yeah well um, I'm sure they have it based I know. off of how much they've spent already <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that was it was a really it was a interesting weekend it was yeah <laughs> so we were trying to figure out like how do we um how do we want to structure like our sprint weekend podcast? I know we go through this every single time like, with the sprint Should we weekend, just do but... a completely different episode for sprint race? <laughs> I don't know. You guys let us know, but um but so what we're going to do is cover like the sprint shootout and race and then we'll do the qualifying and, and race. the race. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, let's get into the sprint shootout which happened on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, so Oscar and Lando, they beat Max in the shootout and McLaren. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to go yeah, straight to it. Yeah, let's go straight to it because I mean there's so much to talk about this weekend. I'm like, okay, the shootout and the qualifying like not even that interesting. Mm-hmm. But what is so interesting is how McLaren have become this like standout yeah. competitor to Red Bull. Yes. Definitely. So yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> Can you tell I'm excited for that? I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely made things exciting. But when we started off um, there, they had a little like pre pra- like a little practice session before the qualifying because they, they, they were having some issues with the uh, track limits and the curbs and the tires. Yeah. And so they actually narrowed the track, which I mean, when I was, was seeing that, it just didn't make sense. Like you're already having issues with track limits and now you're narrowing the track right by like a good amount um and so they had had to kind of have a like it was 10 minutes so they had to have some time to get used to the new layout I guess and and see what their limits were which I don't think helped much (laughs) because they were still all going over yeah over the track limits smooth out the curbs a little bit yeah so it's almost like they go over it without even being able to really 
it's almost like instinctual where the line is. Yeah. So if not, then you're over. Like yeah. Even it's, just- so it's painted. The the part that they added was just painted to try and like get them to not get on the curb, but they can't see the painted lines because mm-hmm. it's so low. They can't see the painted lines because it's so like you know like they're so low to the ground in the car. Yeah. So it doesn't really help out that much. So um, that was a big issue that we were seeing in the track like the times just kind of getting deleted and deleted and um yeah i think well, that's that was, pretty much the the most exciting part of the the sprint shootout yeah that and it uh, wasn't stroll kind of you know pissed off that was after. in the on friday oh i thought that was for the shootout yeah that was okay, friday well, <laughs> he was just i think in a in a whole rut this weekend he was mm-hmm. not looking great he was i think 16th in the shootout the sprint shootout mm-hmm qualifying results and then um we also had logan and albon hanging out in the back as well and hamilton was a was kind of a a one-off i don't think he was really feeling comfortable in the car on that track i don't know what the deal was there but he just didn't look comfortable in yeah the car. i feel like his qualifyings have been a little off yeah a little off and not just him sometimes also russell i feel like both mercedes mm-hmm. but i feel like with hamilton there's something going on with qualifying that is like, he's just maybe not feeling it or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was, uh, in 12th. Right. Is what he, he qualified in. So. And then someone else who's been struggling in qualifying Perez also just back there in eighth for the sprint shootouts mm-hmm. and Hulkenberg was seventh. That was yeah. a surprise, <laughs> but I feel like he tends to have some yeah, pretty good kind of, like kind of days. not a surprise because yeah. we saw it earlier in the year that he kept qualifying like yeah. making it into q3 mm-hmm. and then it kind of like goes downhill on, on the race but mm-hmm. but yeah yeah so then we had piastri and norris one and two and verstappen three so that made for an exciting mm-hmm. start to the weekend because we're like okay like yeah. we got the sprint race <laughs> what's gonna happen and let's see so let's get into the the sprint race now yeah. so what did you think about the start so Oscar, if I remember correctly, Oscar and George had a really good start, mm-hmm. right? And then Lando wasn't, didn't have a great start. Yeah. He was kind of falling to the back of it. And Carlos also had a really, really good start. Like he cut across and, mm-hmm. and like pretty much also like went up to the front. Yeah. There. So there was some, some good starts, I think. Yeah. The- yeah, absolutely. I don't think Verstappen had a great start, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no. At one point, I think he went down to fifth mm-hmm. and he had to kind of make up those spots. A lot of it had to do right with the tire strategy. So yeah. we're looking at some some drivers on softs mm-hmm. and some on mediums. The mediums were taking a long time to kind of warm up and the soft, anyone who was on a soft tire was like cruising past Yeah, George. Yeah. George, for instance, was cruising past Oscar. Yeah. And beginning. so they kind of knew if you were on mediums, just give it some time and Be you're going to get them. Yeah. And you're going to get them in the end, which is what happened with Piastri, mm-hmm. Norris, Max. Um, and there was a couple others also that were on the mediums. But yeah, well, on the first lap, poor Liam was mm-hmm. out. He got beached. Is that correct? In yeah. The gravel. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he sort of uh, just spun out into the gravel, and and that ended the his sprint day. So that was a, a unfortunate for Liam, especially with it being his last race. I know, race. his last hopefully, race. <laughs> hopefully his last race, we can see Danny back. But, but I'm uh, sure we'll see him back soon, though. Yeah. But yeah, um, 
that sucked to have his his last one of his last races end up like that. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on the start? Um, well, I just I thought it was really good. I mean, the mm-hmm. way like Carlos went and you know, went up to the front. Like it was, it was cool to see, um, the difference in the tires, you know, how like right. that kind of strategy, like you really saw it work there, I think. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, they say, Oh, we're on the medium or harder tire. And then these guys, but then you don't really see like a big difference, right? Obviously some of them are a little bit faster than others, but I think here we really saw like at the start how it, it made a difference. Yeah. So I thought that was, that was interesting. Yeah. And so we had a big crash with Perez. Mm-hmm. I think Perez was out on the third lap with Ocon when they both kind of yeah. tried to sandwich Hulkenberg. Yeah. And that didn't play well to their, yeah. to their <laughs> plan, did it? Yeah. Um, Ocon kind of turned in a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if who he Who do didn't... you think started that whole um, domino effect there? Do you think it was Ocon or was it Perez? I don't think it was Hulkenberg. He was yeah, stuck. no, he was just in the <laughs> in the middle doing nothing. Um, I would say maybe more Ocon. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What do you think? I, I was thinking the same thing. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's hard to see unless you get like a full blown. Like, yeah. All, all the different angles, angles and stuff yeah. afterward. But yeah, I'm not sure if they even came to a conclusion on that. But I think between him and Perez, maybe it was a bit equal, maybe a little more. Ocon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that took Perez out, which mm-hmm. pretty much automatically made Max, Max the winner, which we'll talk about later too at the end. I figured we'd yeah. talk about that. And let's do it at the end, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, pretty much because all he had to do was score three more points than Perez. And mm-hmm. the, the race wasn't over. And I mean, anything can happen, but pretty much everybody was already calling him a three time world champion after that. So, yeah. And so what do you think if you were a driver, would you want to celebrate your world championship, your third world championship on a sprint race or like a Sunday race day? I think Sunday that Mm -hmm. way you can celebrate like nice, you know, better on a a Sunday afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw some video afterwards, like on, on Saturday, right. And they were taking all their pictures and stuff and they told them that they had a curfew till two o'clock in the morning. And then they had to be back because they had the race on, yeah. on Sunday, which I think two o'clock is that's a late night, yeah. <laughs> but I, who knows what time they got out of, uh, you know, out of the track. So yeah. they probably didn't have much time yeah. to party, but well, it was a night race, like yeah. 11 PM for on Saturday night. So, oh, okay. Is that the time it was over there? Wow. Uh-huh. Or so, I'm sorry, 11 p.m. on Sunday night was mm-hmm. when the race, the actual race okay. was. Yeah. So well, I'm sure late. Saturday they're yeah. able to stay out a little late and sleep in. <laughs> so a couple of other things that happened were um, Logan beached on mm-hmm. the gravel. So that Logan was out. And also Alex Albon was the last driver to get points in this oh, in yeah. the sprint race. So good for Albon. Yeah, for and there Williams. was some um, some like the time penalties for mm-hmm. going over track limits. So it kind of switched around a little bit and he was able to to get some points there. Right, right. And then in the end, Oscar got his first race win. I know. So would you consider that like an, a first like a race win? Yeah, I mean, I feel like no. I mean, kind of like not really like not a full race win. Well, no, no, no. It's uh, yeah, it's not a full race win, <laughs> but it's a win. And this is going to be 
I feel like this is just the beginning of his, you know, yeah, probably very successful career in Formula One. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of knew it was coming like soon. Yeah, I yeah, mean, much sooner than later it was coming. So, yeah, I was super excited for him. And who? So our top three were um, Oscar, Max, Max, and Lando. and Lando. Yeah, and I thought it was a great day for McLaren. Yeah, you know, so. A great weekend for McLaren. <laughs> Just so excited for Oscar. And of course, cool as a cucumber, whenever they interviewed him, <laughs> he was like, I just want to make sure with those track limits. I know. That this is <laughs> real. He had a little scare there on Friday. But um, yeah, so um, so yeah, so that was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want to get into the race then? Yeah, let's do qualifying for the race. Yes, qualifying for the race. So... So this was Friday, yes, right? So Friday. So we're taking was, a day back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of went in there having to deal with like sand and um, the track had also just been resurfaced and there was wind. And this was, you know, before they really knew what was going on with the curves and the tires and yeah, stuff. So Max they already was complaining had, of like slippery. Yeah. So they already had some other issues to like mm-hmm. deal with mm-hmm. besides the curves and the track limits. So, um, you mentioned Stroll and yes. he was out in Q1 and so he was very upset. <laughs> yeah. So we saw him in some video footage getting out of the car and going to the back and getting into a scuffle with somebody. His trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did they confirm it was his trainer? Yeah. So okay. it's his trainer. <laughs> and um, so he shoved him and then there were also some uh interviews after that were extremely awkward and he was not kind of like one word answers and he was not very happy but um yeah so that kind of caused a lot of people to talk Mm -hmm. including you guys so we (laughs) we did a little poll and we asked if you guys thought that the way lance had behaved was acceptable or unacceptable and 73% of you said unacceptable and 27% of you said totally understandable. Mm-hmm. So 27% of you were on his side and the other 73 not. So mm-hmm. what did you think? Um, okay. I think it was totally understandable because obviously he's very frustrated and mm-hmm. things are going on. You know, he hasn't been having good, good races lately. And so obviously something's going on with him that he's just not feeling the car not feeling comfortable and not getting the performance that he wants. Right. And so I looked into this because when he got out, so first of all, when he was getting out of the car, he threw the steering wheel. And so when he got all the way out of the car and he was walking towards his trainer, I don't know if you noticed he was pointing, like pointing his finger at him and everybody was kind of like, well, what, like, what was he telling him? What was he going on? Or like, what was going yeah. on with that? Cause it's a trainer. Like why, you know, he's not going to be like yelling at him or something. Right. Um, so he was trying to get him to go out the other way through the front part of the garage and Lance basically just didn't want to hear it. And so that's why, and the guy kept trying to grab him. And so that's why he shoved him to the side um, so that was the whole situation. Why, why of, out the front of the garage? Um, cause they had to go to like, I don't know, to either like the, the way to get weighed station? or yeah, okay. they had to go do something. And so, so that was why all of that happened. And then obviously he was still upset <laughs> afterwards, you know, and I'm, I mean, you can't, I feel like 
what that was if with Lance being upset like that's the perfect like what you expect like with one word answers I mean he already doesn't <laughs> say much as it is so <laughs> yeah. um so yeah and so um but I mean it's kind of not surprising you know it's the stuff happens right like, right it's happened before in Formula One many times before yeah. I mean it happens they, in sports drivers are hotheads yeah like, you know I mean honest. in sports in general you know like yeah I mean, baseball when we went to the game like they cleared the benches and stuff literally I mean, you know and so like I watch sports right baseball hockey you mean even soccer even like American football it happens yeah. all the time so I'm not really like shocked and like no you know um kind of like freaking out like how could this happen it's just like okay this is like calm Normal. down yeah. yeah so yeah. not saying like it's okay but I think people kind of just overreact right online and they want to be like outraged and okay like it's yeah but no I mean, I it's agree. happened before you know and I'm sure it won't happen again with him like it didn't happen when Max did it again obviously mm -hmm. you know Max never did that again and it's you've seen it before in Formula One so yeah drive and, to survive yeah. storyline <laughs> people <laughs> and he did say that him and his trainer trainer like they're cool yeah um that's what like happens brothers, with guys you know yeah, and that's even the trainer guys. was joking like yeah i'm gonna get him back like yeah so I mean, it's yeah. fine i think um i agree i feel like it's totally understandable and on another note i feel like this is a positive in a sense like we're seeing Lance actually care mm -hmm. about his performance, whereas like week after week, he has sucked like badly. Yeah. And you just kind of see him like, you know, low key, just kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, it wasn't a great day for me, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, very media trained. And I like to see this side of him that's like, hey, this is really upsetting me. And I'm pissed because I didn't do well today. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm having a bad day. Like, give me a break. You know what I mean? So I, I hundred percent, I love the humanity there. I love the relatability, you know, for me, I'm like, this is totally fine. Yeah. I, I was, I had no problem with it at all. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I kind of had a little <laughs> laugh about it. Not going to lie. But yeah, it just shows that he like that he cares and, yeah. and I'm here for that. So. And I think he's kind of an easy target right now just he is. because of his performance. And already since the beginning, they've already they've already like had it out for him because of his dad and like all his money. And mm -hmm. then now with his dad owning the team, it's like I think he gets like the criticism worse than maybe right. other drivers because they just already have it out for him and don't yeah. like him. And but yeah, for sure. So I guess, well, moving on from that, we had, <laughs> let's see, Lance out, media coverage. Lots of times were deleted once again mm -hmm. due to track limits. And I also had that Lawson, Liam Lawson didn't look great and neither did Perez. Yeah. So Perez and Carlos Sainz had their time deleted and they were out in Q2. Mm -hmm. So those were like the big names that didn't make it to to Q1 and then in Q1 we had Lando and Oscar's time deleted and that's uh so we had Q3 top, or Q uh yeah Q3 yeah Q1. no that's fine yeah. um, Q3 Lando and so Oscar we had the top three deleted. ended up being Max George and Lewis but it would have been Max Lando, Lando and Oscar right 
Not sure if that's the exact order it would have been, but but it was somewhere around mm -hmm. there. Like they were top three. And then Lando had his time deleted first, so he didn't make it up to the interviews. But Oscar, they were interviewing him (laughs) and right in the middle, they tell him, oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little, little awkward, poor thing out of all the people. Of course, it has to be him. But yeah. So then our top three were Max, George and Lewis. And um, pretty much time, like the times being deleted is was the big problem there. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I will say that was a surprise to me was that Bottas ended up in ninth, mm-hmm. especially with Joe being all the way down in 20th. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it just, I wasn't really sure. I was really confused by Alfa Romeo this weekend and yeah, just like the he- race in general, I was a little confused. <laughs> we'll get into that. But like, yeah, Bottas and Joe, like totally different mm-hmm. results there. So I was I was a little confused. Once again, Perez, like I said earlier, not not performing well in qualifying. Yeah. He was down in 13th and signs down in 12th. So, yeah, it was a it was a great, great way to enter into the race. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, exciting things happening. <laughs> and I, I honestly I was like, OK, is this the race for Mercedes? Is this the race for Mercedes to pull out something? Yeah. Starting. um Second and third, you know, yeah. so there was a chance there. Yeah. So then race day comes along and mm-hmm. immediately we hear signs is out. Yes. <laughs> like, I think I woke up that morning and, I, and first thing I saw on Instagram, signs is out. Due yeah. To fuel I, before the race, I like to, you know, see on Instagram, see if there's any new updates and stuff. And that was the first picture are. that popped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Perez started um, from the pit lane also. Yes. Because of damage the, yeah the, the damage that they had from the the crash with hulkenberg and Ocon. Okay. yeah um so that was why but um yeah so actually starting the race we had that news about um carlos signs and but then they also had uh, made a change so they were having the issue with the tires and the curbs and so they made it a mandatory three stop mm. and they couldn't go more than 18 laps on yeah. those tires so yeah that they were kind of, worried about the tire walls and mm-hmm. like i guess the tires not making it past the 18 laps yeah. right yeah and they didn't want any sort of like dangerous crashes mm-hmm. due to like a blowout or something yeah. yeah well this is the first time this year i don't know maybe ever that this has happened right like yeah like a they... mandatory i mean besides like your regular you have to do like change the tires and stuff but yeah this yeah. is the first time I've, I've seen that. So, so when you saw the news come in for that, were you like, oh, well, this is exciting. <laughs> or were you like, oh, no, like, what's the deal? Um, No, I thought it was going to, like, make it a little mm-hmm. bit exciting Um, just because we didn't really know what was going to happen now. And then, you know, everybody had they didn't expect this. So they used like certain tires already on Saturday right. and Friday. They and, only had a certain number in each. Yeah. And so. Grouping. So that kind of changed things up a little bit too. So each tire, so each set of tires could only go up to 18 laps mm-hmm. and any used tires, you had to add you had that. to subtract the used, yeah. uh, laps that those tires had mm-hmm. already had from the 18. Correct. Yeah. So like, yeah, so, so 18 max. Yeah. So say like, a new set of softs had had two laps. Well then you have to change those softs at, on lap 16, yeah. not 18. Yeah. So that was, that added a whole nother layer of just absolute insanity to the to the race Mm -hmm. and to be honest like 
we need F1. Come on, guys. We needed a whole column <laughs> on the left hand side of the screen during the race telling us like this person needs to pit on this. Le-. Like we needed to know the tire age yeah. for every set that they were on. They would mention it and they would show like every once in a while, but it wasn't very like it yeah. was just one at a time. And like they need to stop by lap. I don't know, 18 or 20. Um but then they so kind of, they, they just mentioned it that one time and then that's it. But I think because there was just so many that, and there was also so much. They did so a good job. Like yeah. the, 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 the speakers or presenters for, for F1, they did mm-hmm. a good job, you know, like keeping us informed, but it was not enough. I needed like a graphic yeah. <laughs> on the side telling me, because I just will look on, I'll, I'll check all those things during the race and and I needed to know, mm-hmm. and it was just so confusing. I I gave up at a at a certain point trying to figure out when the tires were, because in my head I'm trying to think of my own strategy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is Bottas like or is Albon like when does he have to change tires? Because yeah. he's all the way at the front at one point. So it was a crazy race. So um so yeah, let's get with the start, the start of the race. Yeah, the start, big start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what big did you think? Start. So, okay. So Lewis and George, you know, obviously they had, they hit each other on like the first First couple seconds of the race and Lewis was out. So if you hear Lewis and George on the radio at first, you're like, okay, they both are like about to get into it after this race because they feel like Mm -hmm. they're not at fault. Neither one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's some drama about to happen. But then I like we I was texting friends during the race and someone was like, oh, I can't believe Lewis like he's so immature. And I was like, I don't think he's that immature. I really think he's going to like see the replay and be like, oops, my bad. And I have timestamps. So I know (laughs) I texted that before he actually went and was like, I'm sorry. So he he knew, I think once he got, you know, once he was done and looked at the replay, he knew it was his fault. Yeah, I mean. He had, I mean, you didn't need a replay to see that it was his fault. Yeah. So, yeah. He, I mean, if he didn't admit that he, it's his fault, then, no, I think then in I the know. heat I mean, of the moment, you want to like blame every other situation yeah, except for you. But it was clearly his fault. So. Yes, 100%. And he took ownership. It's all good. George and him mm-hmm. hugged it out after. So, um, yeah, one thing I did want to mention was that, you know, right after that crash, Lewis crossed over the track on foot and that was, not okay not okay so he actually was originally fined fifty thousand dollars for crossing over the track and then they reduced it to twenty five thousand dollars yeah so it was a bad day for lewis (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he was he already to me it felt like he was already starting the race off kind of like in a bad mood mood. you know he wasn't he was like i'm a sitting duck like yeah like and he wasn't trusting in the his team's uh strategy Mm-hmm. You know, and he knew that he was so he was already going into like into it negatively being on the softs, but being on the softs, like you knew that you were going to easily be able to to pass. to pass them, you know, seeing what happened on Saturday. So it's like he was just being impatient and didn't want I don't I don't know what he was doing, but he if he would have just waited, he would have easily been able to pass. And that was one of the reasons why they put him on the softs also to kind mm-hmm. of get ahead of of Max and maybe let like kind of push him back or just put put like a buffer in there so to try and get both of like the strategies to work so like george on the mediums and and him on the the softs but 
he just already from the beginning he was he was not happy Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm not sure if that I think maybe that played into it a little bit I still think at the end of the day their relationship is going to be fine I mean George even was like on interviews after the race totally empathizing with with Lewis saying they have a great relationship Mm -hmm. they have a lot of respect for each other and George is always the one to like He's an open book. Like, let's be honest. George is always the one who's like probably saying too much at times. (laughs) Like, we're like, okay, George, like we've heard enough. Like, you know, and so I think he means what he says. And I do think that they do have a good relationship. So I'm sure they'll just move past this. But but I think it was a bad day all in all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I And even from from the sprint shootout, Hamilton wasn't looking comfortable in the car. So I just don't think that it was a good weekend for him overall. Maybe he just wasn't in the right headspace. But yeah, I mean, we'll see how it how it plays out. You know, they've had. I feel like they've had some moments this year where, yeah, they've kind of been like at each other. So we'll yeah. see. You know what happens going forward. Yeah, for how, sure. How nice and friendly they can continue to be each other. Well, they are at such a. They're they, Russell is for sure. You know, he's not doing, he's not overall, his performance has not been mm-hmm. as good this this year as Lewis. So I think, but I do think that George over time, you know, he is going to step up, step up, step up, step up. Mm-hmm. And once they are on even ground, you know, where is that going to take their relationship? Who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, if it's already like this and you hear, you know, sometimes comments and that are said and even like in Singapore with Hamilton being right behind George and and things like that and mm-hmm. and you know you see George like how he performs in qualifying I feel like he has done a little bit better than Lewis mm-hmm. but then when it comes to the race you know yeah. he's not quite there yet yeah so, he makes more mistakes I yeah think. so you know it'll yeah. be interesting to see how it all I know and like it's kind of like the Pierre and Ocon effect (laughs) like you're like oh do they like each other do they not like each other (laughs) this happens on every team when you have when you have drivers who are matched up pretty well and they're Mm -hmm. driving a decent car they're gonna have these you know yeah things that happen this is just Formula One it's part of it so it's just fun to watch and I think yeah it it was good to see that you know at least they squashed it yeah and so after that, George had to go in um, and get his front wing changed, and mm-hmm. he had um, the tire changed because there was um, like damage to his yeah front the, left. the the tire. Um, so he ended up in the back, and I think he did really. He had a really really good race, like yes, moving up all the way to fourth Crazy. from at one point just being completely last, having to go in. So such a drive for him, and he it was just overtake after overtake after mm-hmm. overtake. I mean, he was really wanting to get back up there. Yeah. And I even heard his engineer on the radio saying, "We're targeting a P four, so like push, mm-hmm. you know." And I think that he he really showed showed out on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the McLarens. Um, so Oscar started in sixth, and Lando in tenth. And I mean, before we knew it, they were mm-hmm. right there, <laughs> two and three. Yeah, they were like, all right, thank you, Mercedes, because now we're... (laughs) (laughs) Let me through, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I didn't even really catch how, like, they passed everybody else, because going from 10th and 6th to 2nd and 3rd right there, that was... Yeah, it... It was all confusing, to be honest. I was... Some good maneuvering there, trying to get out of the way and stuff, so... Yes, and... 
Perez, one thing I did want to say was Perez during the race had several track time, track limit penalties. Nico had a, had a 10 second time penalty for starting in the wrong place. Yeah. So yeah, lots of penalties and yeah, we had penalties, three penalties for Perez. Stroll had two, Gasly and Albon and then, um, Nico with right. the, right. the grid penalty. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I think the big topic of the race was was the heat, and several drivers were were not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Logan Sargent retire because he wasn't feeling well. We had Alonzo talking about his seat burning his back. Yeah. Um, we had Ocon throwing up on lap, lap 15. fifteen. We had drivers. With their hands out of the car on the straights, trying to get airflow, Mm -hmm. lifting up their visors to get airflow. It was hot. It was a hot day. Really, really hot day. So what happened with um, Fernando, I guess there was some kind of um, like a a little hole or some kind of a leak. Mm -hmm. And so since they have the engine back there behind them, he was getting a lot of like that heat heat in there so that's why it was like extra extra hot for him i'm i'm i was worried about him and i i specifically went to try to find information on him Mm -hmm. after the race because i was like is he okay (laughs) did he get like actual burns on his back because i mean he was like begging these begging the 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 crew to like throw water on him yeah but it was interesting though after when with his interviews he was like fresh like yeah you know fresh as a daisy (laughs) he's like these kids you know they can't handle it but (laughs) yeah so so we had um uh you know all of these huge temperature issues and then we also had some drivers going to seek medical attention after the mm-hmm. after yeah, the race for dehydration and all that and then like i guess i mean they already lose a lot of weight right. you know in regular races but i think they were losing like at least 6 pounds mm-hmm. in in that race which is and crazy. they said something like the water turns to tea yeah. at a certain point a refreshing cup of tea <laughs> it's literally so hot and then we had uh, on a side note, which I'm sure we'll, we're going to cover more on like the heat, the mm-hmm. temperature and all of that, because we, we did ask you guys what you thought. So, but before we get to all that, you know, McLaren had a 1.8 pit stop. Yes. How cool. There was, yeah. There was some good pit stops going on, both of them. So Lando was the one with the fastest, mm-hmm. the 1.8, but Oscar also had one that was 1.9 something. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's so, so they crazy. Both, like they were. They McLaren were on it. was on it this yeah. weekend. Oh, so cool. Yes. And Ferrari also yes. had a 1.9 something pit stop, which, you know, Ferrari pit crew. Way <laughs> that's to go, amazing. Ferrari. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. And so um, Leclerc ended up in fifth, correct? Yes. Yeah. So he was holding it down for the Ferraris, mm-hmm. for all the Ferrari fans out there. And top three. So we had Max. First, yeah, Max. We had Piastri in second and Norris in third. So we lit it up blue. I know. I it's feel like blue. we should have lit it up orange for sprint quality. I know, right? That would have been next fun. Time. <laughs> so on the last lap, what did you, or on the last few laps, what did you think about Lando radioing and trying to ask if he could race with his? So. It's okay. So they told him no. Right. Um, I thought it was a little too soon to tell him no. There was I felt like there was still a 
good amount of laps left to try if he really thought that he had the pace and was much faster i think right. they shouldn't have told him no but um i guess lando still kind of went for it mm-hmm. um wasn't able to do anything but i think they should have waited a little bit to tell him no like if yeah. it you know you had a like maybe three laps yeah then no just just leave it yeah yeah i think I think Lando's probably kicking himself because over the weekend there were several mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think had he been able to capitalize on his like qualifying for not only the race, but also like the sprint race, I just feel like he would, he could have been fighting for like a first. Yeah. So I feel for him because I'm sure he's going back to his, you know, hotel and just kicking himself like, dang, I just <laughs> wish I had had like a, you know, a little less of the mistakes throughout the weekend, but I, I think he, he had an amazing weekend. Like how, what's there to complain about? Yeah. You know? I mean, imagine if they, both of them hadn't have gotten that time, like their time deleted for qualifying. Yeah. And they would have started like second and third or wherever it was that, that they qualified. That would have been, I mean, that would have been really interesting. You know, you have them and then the Mercedes right behind with, I guess they were having a good race pace. So yeah, that would have been exciting to see, but yeah, yeah, they're probably all just wondering like, ah, what if, you know, I know both teams, but Ugh, I'm so excited for them though, for the rest of the season, I want to see where, where McLaren ends up and mm-hmm. don't they have more updates to the car coming soon? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think, think they, they do really. I think I, I thought everybody was pretty much finished okay well maybe maybe some small ones here and there but yeah and I do think that from what I hear Zach Brown has said that they are going to keep this car and continue to update this Mm -hmm. for next year so maybe they will catch up to Red Bull yeah I know I'm kind of excited for next year like I feel like it's it's not going to be like this year with Red Bull just dominating yeah yeah I I think we're going to have some good battles yeah, so Perez ended up, I believe, getting a penalty at the end of the race. Mm-hmm. His third penalty was right at the end. Yes. And then who ended up in 10th? So he, so he ended up in 10th after, after that, um, which pushed up Joe and Valtteri. So they... Yes. Yeah. Double points for Alfa Romeo. We've got to talk about Alfa Romeo. That's amazing. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what the heck? I'm so happy for them. Yeah. And eighth and ninth. So this was, I guess, the first time this season that they get double Mm -hmm. points. And I, I, we love our Haas guys, but Alfa Romeo has, I think, passed Haas in the driver championship now because of this. And I'm, I'm so happy for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to think. How hard must it be weekend after weekend to, you know, just be and they're pretty much one of the the last. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like Williams they really and, needed this. They needed you know. it. Yeah. And so, you know, coming into next this next race, it'll give them some confidence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm happy for them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then we had um, some others that we talk about are Yuki and Liam. So Liam also not a very, I think both of them, not, not both of the Alpha Tauris didn't have that good of a race mm. also here because they finished 17 and 15. So yeah, it was a tough weekend for Liam mm-hmm. and Yuki for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think, oh, do you want to do like driver of the day? Okay. Yeah. 
Who do you think your driver of the day is? So, um, I think I'm going to go with George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with George just because he, he was at the back, you know, and, yeah. and just the way he moved up all the way. Yep. That's my driver of the day too, George. Okay. <laughs> so we asked you guys your driver of the day and 67% of you said Oscar, 20% said Lando and 10% said George. So I guess we were in the minority, but I'm sticking yeah, with and it. I saw that also like on the, the feed that George wasn't like really getting a lot of, like he was in there in the top three, but he didn't get that many votes for driver of the day which i was a little surprised i think it's just because everyone was so excited for For, oscar for oscar yeah getting yeah second place so so yeah so then uh biggest loser um i'm gonna go with lewis lewis okay um because he was out on the first lap yeah yeah definitely loser of the day i mean you know his mistake and um they're they have a fight going on right now with Ferrari for the the championship. That's true. So they do. Um, which they started off like with on like with Carlos Sainz not mm-hmm. even gonna race at all. So they mm-hmm. could have really made up some points on on Ferrari and this kind of yeah evened it out. Yeah. So so I'm gonna go since we're since we both had same driver of the day. I'll pick a different loser. I think probably for me, Perez. Yeah. And mostly <laughs> my second one. Yeah. Mostly because I felt like after the race, you hear some rumblings from Christian Horner about him needing to fix his form, him needing to perform better in, in, in these interviews. And I just feel like that's the first that's the first serious Mm -hmm. kind of strike from christian horner saying like hey this is you've got to get it together like get your shit yeah because he's not (laughs) i mean in qualifying he's not he doesn't have it together and then during the race when you need to make make up for that mistake that you made in qualifying now you're like three time penalties Mm -hmm. for going over track limits that's you know that's not acceptable i think for yeah for a Red Bull driver. No, it's not. And he's just been so low, mm-hmm. like on himself. So such poor, like performances that yeah. it's just, it's really, it's tough to watch, honestly. So he's going to be my loser of the day. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Max. He became yes. world three time world champion Crazy. on Saturday. And um. The other driver to become champion on Saturday is Nelson Piquet. Oh. His girlfriend's dad. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> that I interesting. didn't know that. Yeah. And he's actually, Nelson Piquet actually won two of his championships on a Saturday. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then also now, so I, I had posted this um, that he had the biggest lead mm-hmm. in Formula One with 177 points. And, you know, I asked, like, how how much more can he go? Can he top that? Which, you know, I didn't think. I thought, okay, Perez is going to come back and start getting some points. But now he has a lead of 209 points, which is the biggest lead ever. The biggest lead before that was 155, and that was by Sebastian Vettel. Wow. So, I mean, 209-point difference from first and second is is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I mean, who knows if it, it might grow even yeah. exponentially more because Perez is second and he doesn't seem to be, you know, 
pulling out performances week in and week out. So. Yeah. Um, and it's like every time we think, no way, like this is, it can't get any more than this. He can't break any more records. It's like, oh, here's another one. Yeah. Well, Max is definitely in peak form right mm-hmm. now. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. That he just can't make mistakes. I mean, he's he's at the top of his driving game right now. So yeah. wherever he takes it, we'll we'll have to see. But I think it has a lot to do with him and it has a lot to do with the car. Yeah, and, for sure. And the team and and his strategists and all the people around him. So congrats to Red Bull <laughs> <laughs> for winning again. And we're just hoping for a, a fun, you know, competitive second place. That's all we, I know, right? That's all that's, we can that's hope that's for what we're looking at <laughs> second and third now. Yeah. So let's do a pit crew segment. All right. So we asked you guys who, oh, we asked you guys uh, if you had any questions or thoughts on the race. And we had one from Stephanie Nudie Hansen. Thanks for writing in, Stephanie. She said, Lewis was at fault. He just can't let George go. Lando, either racing is good, but uh, we couldn't, we, I don't think she finished the thought there. But yes, we agree. Lewis, it was definitely his fault. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it definitely hurt both of them at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So, okay. And then we have another one that was, uh, from Antonia Wood track limits were a total nightmare again, which I agree. And I think they need to do something about it. And maybe this track, they should have been a little more lenient on it, maybe since yeah. at least in that section where they made it smaller. Just don't police that. that yeah, one term. I don't know. It was it's like a, a little bit too much. It kind of takes away from qualifying. Right. The excitement. It's and I and I understand like, OK, they're not well, gaining an advantage. Yeah. And it because it like they say, they, it slows them down um, or they need to put something there, like put some like a more abrasive surface on there. Right. You know, they have like the different paints that that can do that. But it's getting a little old already. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I understand that. Yes, they, they should know better, but they say that it's really hard to see. So, you know, we have to just like take that and right. you know, believe that, that that's why it's not like they're just not wanting to, to do it. So, yeah. so next up we have Becca G. She says, and Oh, Becca G won our giveaway. <laughs> Yay, Yay, Becca. <laughs> Oh, she's going to have so much fun at the race. Okay, so interesting with the tire rolls. Hoping Lando can bounce back after finishing behind Oscar. Great weekend for Oscar, though. Really putting himself out as a long-term driver. Feel bad for Logan. I wonder what the feeling was like. Yeah, so interesting with the tire rolls. Yeah, that was it was hard to keep up, girl. Honestly, I didn't know what was going on half the time. I was just relying on on what they were saying on TV. Okay. So yes, a hundred percent fill you on that. They needed a tire age column. That's what they needed. And then hoping Lando can bounce back after finishing. Yes. I think he's definitely like probably has a little bit of internal insecurity about Mm -hmm. this because he's always getting bummed out or something but i feel like he like he will you know he has it in him and he doesn't seem like you know how we see perez right now that's just like completely down and out and or like lance and sometimes you see it more in certain drivers where little things like that really affect them right i feel like uh lando kind of 
he takes it well. Like yeah. he can deal with this. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to let it get to him. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And then great weekend for Oscar. Yes, definitely. He's got a long, I think he has a long career ahead of him in Formula One. Feel bad for Logan. I wonder what the feeling was like. Yeah. So Logan actually had the flu yeah, coming into the, the weekend. Pre- that week. So he was already not feeling 100% and Can maybe a little bit dehydrated. So that kind of. Think about the body aches and like yeah. the fever, the feverish feeling. And then all of a sudden you're locked in a hot box for. <laughs> I could not imagine. Like, yeah, I feel really bad for him. Okay. And then we have um, Minuti Curante (laughs) was interesting, even if I am sad about Lewis. Yes, um, definitely sad for Lewis. I think because he's he is so close to Perez, it's probably such a like downer on him Mm because he's like, I've got to perform to be able to get second. And he knows that this is the time to do it because Perez is not at the top of his game yeah. right now. So ugh, it was, and like it we was saw, a I mean, Perez only scored one point, barely. Barely. Yeah. And then Lauren McKee, Lewis out with, you know, <laughs> some thumbs downs. Yeah, I know, girl. It's all for all you Mercedes fans. It's not fun. And then V rooftop. McLaren should have let Lando try to go for second. Great comeback for George. And you, we, we kind of discussed that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We think they should have let him maybe race. Well, a little bit more. Yeah. It's always fun to watch that stuff. So one of the questions we asked you guys, you know, going into this weekend, I mean, I'm sorry, coming out of this weekend, we realized how much was actually going on behind the scenes with all the drivers and how sick they felt mm-hmm. and how hot it was. And one of the things I had pulled was, um, the I had so when Logan was when Logan retired the car, I looked I was on so my weather channel for app. Him. I know <laughs> when he was slowing down and like he pretty much stopped the car. I was like, did he pass out? Uh, literally, okay? <laughs> I, he was he was it looked to me and I don't know. Obviously, the racing line is different mm-hmm. than what I would say is like. Yeah, but he looked like he was kind of swerving a little yeah, bit. And he had to make to sure side. like all the other cars were coming going around. But, yeah. yeah. So he would like slow down and then speed up. Anyway, it was freaking me out a little bit. But um, I when he retired and and everyone started saying, gosh, it's so hot. It's so hot. I was like, I wonder how hot it actually is. Yeah, Cause you know, Europeans are like, it's so hot it's and so it's like hot. 80 degrees. And I'm yeah, like, that's like, perfect. <laughs> literally. So, um, I looked on the, the weather channel app and it said it was eight. So for all of you Americans out there <laughs> who are on a Fahrenheit system, um, cause we are on Fahrenheit system here. Okay. I did not know what Celsius was. So I had to look it up. But it was 89 degrees um, at night mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock when Logan retired. But the heat index, like it felt like 106. So, it, and you and I know humidity. how that is. Yeah, you and mm-hmm. I know how that is living in Texas. It's like it could be 90 degrees, but the heat index is 120 or 110 or whatever. Yeah. And it's just the amount, the amount of of increased heat feeling is. I cannot imagine that what mm-hmm. that pa- like paired with the G forces when you're driving the car. And I mean, so I watched, um, Gran Turismo. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. So it's about, uh, John, I forget his last, last name, but, um, he's the sim driver who became like an F1 driver, a, a, 
a race car driver. He drove in Le Mans or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they that movie talked a lot about like the G forces and how you have to like, you know, train to be able to drive the car like that. Mm-hmm. And it really takes a lot out of you. So that with like your cognitive function when it's that hot, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I would be able to do <laughs> Anything? Like one lap in that car, let alone. Like I mean, 57. you saw us at the um, carding and coda in June. We're like, we were like, our neck dying. Is like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was scary, and I, I, I was worried for everybody when they mm. finished the the race. You know, like, is everyone gonna be okay? <laughs> and so we did like a little poll, and we asked you guys, um, do you think were the were the okay by the way everyone says it's cutter so i'm just gonna say cutter instead of qatar yeah everyone says you pronounce it cutter so i've never heard that i know isn't that weird um like cutter qatar instead of qatar yeah qatar Qatar, it's cutter is apparently how you're supposed to pronounce it well i've never heard of that (laughs) i know me either we say it in (laughs) in english i know people are making i know exactly american english pronunciation so were the conditions too extreme for drivers 97 percent of you said yes actually it was higher than that because we only had two votes say no and one of you were like oops i meant to say yes so (laughs) only one person said that the conditions were not I mean, only one person said no, sorry, that the conditions were not too extreme. So that person must be from Texas. But (laughs) (laughs) what do you think Um, about the whole thing? Okay, so obviously um, they know like what the conditions are going to be like and they they train in like situations like this. And they um, I saw Nico Rosberg say that they do tests to see if they can race in conditions like that. And they put a bunch of like, you know, little stickers on them to, to see mm-hmm. how they react. And, um, and then that's how they know, okay, this is fine. This, this will work. Right. Um, just kind of like in Singapore. Right. Um, so, and I was thinking like on Saturday, there was no issues. Like nobody mentioned anything about feeling sick or starting to get sick or like you know, anything like that, where we would have even had an idea that this was going to happen on Sunday. Right. And so I guess what happened on Sunday was when they put the three stop mandatory like thing. Right. Um, they're going all out. Yeah. So they were going all out, which tired them out even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that is why like yeah. they, it's like they they're doing call, qualifying lap after qualifying yeah lap. and so which i i feel like okay if the teams knew knew that that was like that they weren't feeling well maybe say okay well don't go all out each lap or you know try and save your energy to make it to the end of the race or something like that um but and also you know they can make plans and not know how high the humidity is going to be really i mean because if yeah. you think about it like 90 degrees that's not really hot but the and and they said that the humidity wasn't even as bad as Singapore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been to Singapore, like it is bad. So I can't even imagine what like what all of that right. felt like. And, right. you know, um, I was in uh, Dubai in September and like the we had to we couldn't go on the freeway like we were in, a, in like a cab and we couldn't go on the freeway because it was so humid that the, the like streets get 
or like the road gets all slick and stuff. And so like I've been in, in that area in like around this time and it's incredibly hot, but nothing, I guess, where like they felt, oh, this is out of the ordinary that we haven't raced in these conditions before. So right. I think it definitely had to do with the whole tire situation. And right. It was like stops. the perfect. But I feel like they should have said, OK, but take it easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because look at the like that's going to tire you out. And they were all right. feeling it. So, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of like really strange. Storm. Yeah. You know, like Lance Stroll saying that he was practically passing out on on the corners yeah. and towards the end that they couldn't even see that they were blurry. And like like Logan couldn't get out of the car. Yeah. And... I feel like they there had to have been something that. Yeah. That could have prevented that. I mean, obviously, besides like the tire thing, but they also had to do that because of like for safety reasons. So I think it was just the way it all worked out that caused this versus like if it would have everything would have just worked out as planned. It may be like we maybe wouldn't have seen this. And we saw that like, you know, like Fernando, he seemed totally fine. Max, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, they were tired, just like how we see them in Singapore. Um, but like Max, there was a few of them that didn't look as tired. And then you saw some that were completely. I love how they asked Max after, was that the hottest race? He was like, mm, yeah, he was like no, yeah, it wasn't the worst. So, um, you know, I mean, he's so funny, but, um, but yeah, I mean, everyone else seemed to be struggling like mm-hmm. a lot. And, so. and we were talking about it and it's like, maybe it has to do with you know, the less experienced drivers, the younger ones, maybe they're, they haven't trained for mm-hmm. situations like this but where they're Bottas training their body is complaining just after not, yeah he was saying it felt like hell in the car mm-hmm. like he was like it was so incredibly hot and dangerous like yeah. he he was very much like not well after it mm-hmm. as well it was so, like a weird like mix of yeah i think i think this maybe was a they, they must have been pushing a lot harder yeah versus like the guy you know like charles wasn't really fighting anybody so he didn't really have to like I guess push as hard as the guys that were tr- like possibly doing like o- doing more overtakes yeah. or like but even he trying said to get to the point in the interviews after he said that was the hardest race and mm-hmm. anybody who says it's not the hardest race yeah. is lying yeah because he said like he was like it was it takes so much out of you to be able to function in that sort of mm-hmm. environment where you're going, where you're literally pushing like 90 to hundred percent the entire race while also being in those heat conditions. And yeah, I mean, I, I just think this was a one-off. I think mm-hmm. this is rare for this to ever happen. I think because of the tire situation, because of the weather, because of the, you know, just, I think it was a one-off and I think in the future maybe the the FIA and Formula One will try to figure out something when this sort of situation happens mm. again it's a learning thing yeah they're like oh wow we didn't realize that this was gonna like you literally <laughs> you didn't are realize taking, it's hot <laughs> you, well, you, you're, you're taking one safety precaution and then like Causing creating another, another yeah. because of that so like it's it yeah it's 100 i think a one-off and i think yeah I'm just grateful that all these drivers came out okay because in the end, you know, mm. they weren't feeling well. None of them yeah. were. And then out of all weekends, you have a sprint race. So, I mean, luckily on Saturday, nothing yeah. like that happened, which I think if it would have, then they would have had to do something else for Sunday, right? Figure right. something else out. So, um, but as of now, like I haven't heard about anything happening on mm-hmm. Saturday or 
or them feeling sick. Maybe the safety car helped yeah. out like they didn't have to push as much. But yeah. Yeah. So but next year it is scheduled in like the end of November, like November 29th. OK, so, so it should be a, a big difference. Yeah. Kind of like sure. Abu Dhabi and stuff. Yeah. It's not as bad. Yeah. But, you know, I also wonder, like, why keep Singapore so early, like in September, if it's so hot and so, yeah. so tough, but like put it there with yeah, Qatar but, at the end. But I think they want to have like different types of races and, and like challenge them in different mm-hmm. ways. And I think maybe Singapore is like, okay, the top, like, right. We don't need to have another race like that. Yeah. Well, so those are our thoughts. Thank you guys so much for writing in. And let's get into a little bit of news. So we had Andretti approved by the FIA. Do you want to kind of go into that, Lynette, since you know more about it than I do? I think it's, yes, he's been accepted through the FIA, but now he has to go through um, some other hoops. Yeah, so he still has to get um, approved with Formula One management, um, which is pretty much like F1 and the teams also need to see like if they approve and and all of that. So it's not official that he will be part, mm-hmm. but um what do you think? Do you think it'll it'll be official? I I think at this point it mm-hmm. will be. I feel maybe like not with, gonna... maybe not without pushback, but like Yeah, but I feel like they they're going to let him in. Yeah. 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 So what would the name of the the team be? Andretti Autosport or um, Andretti Racing? Andretti Cadillac. Andretti Cadillac. Yeah. And okay. so the one of the reasons, so there was like four or five other teams that submitted their applications and they had right. to like make sure they passed um, all these things. Right. So like the financing, um, make sure they had like their testing faci- facilities and all of right. that stuff. They wanted to make sure that they were like legit because apparently there was a couple in there that were kind of like sketch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very sketch. And so um, that that they immediately even said no, like you're yeah. not even to do anything so um <laughs> you don't so, even have a chance yeah so i think um andretti brings like tradition yeah what what they have um, history what formula one wants in the fia is they want someone serious someone that can compete and someone that brings something to the sport which i think they definitely would i mean they like everybody knows that name and there's fans behind that yeah and i feel like they've shown in other categories like IndyCar, um, Formula E, they've competed in. So they have a lot of experience in. Yeah. And is Andretti considered an American team? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that'll be interesting for all the, for all of us American fans out there to be able to have like a fully American Someone other than, than Haas. (laughs) I feel like this would, I feel like this is like more American team than Haas. Yeah. So, so Interesting stuff. And then next up we have Daniel Ricardo will be. Are we sure? I, 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 I still feel like fingers it's, crossed. I know. I still don't believe it. Cause I, st- um, I saw that he was, they were like, Oh yeah, he's in the sim, um, this past week, but he's still not a hundred percent. And I'm like, well, you know, he only has two weeks. I'm like, what is taking so long? You know, like <laughs> Lynette's like, get with it. Yeah. If Lance could do it, you can do it. Like, you yeah, need to be well, back. that's, that's probably true. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Dana Ricardo to drive in Austin and I don't think you'd find two gals more excited <laughs> to see Danny back than at our home race. Yeah. So, um, yeah. USGP. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited. It's in two weeks and 
Lynette and I have uh, some some exciting plans for the week. Yeah. You want to tell them? Yeah. So we're going to get there a little bit early mm-hmm. in the week. We're going on Wednesday to Coda to go check out all the food that there's they're going to have and like the beverage and and I'm sure other stuff like all the the merch and um just yeah. all the things that they're going to have out there. So we're going to actually do a little video about it and post it on YouTube. We're going to share on stories on Instagram. Yeah. So you guys can kind of like prepare for those of you going. Like um, what are your food and before. drink options? Yeah. And maybe we'll get the pricing. I'm not sure. But but yeah, well, that I mean, every year we go to Coda. I feel like Coda always has some really interesting and fun mm-hmm. foods. Yeah. And there's all kinds of food trucks, pretty much like anything that. I mean, obviously, barbecue, you have like. Yeah, vegan Asian, food. Yeah, Asian. There's Italian um, pizzas. Yeah, like South American food. Um, you have like snow cones and yeah, just like all kinds of stuff. But then they've got like the traditional track food, like yeah, hot dogs like and pizza, French fries and yeah. But I mean, they've chicken got strips. they've got just like so many great spot, great little spots. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you go into what is that entrance that we went in for the for the concert that we went to? Um, it's that, like the Grand Pl- the Grand, Grand Plaza. Plaza. Mm-hmm. So behind that water feature, the little lake in the middle, like behind that, there's a whole section full of really cool little uh, tents with all different types of food. And so if you're going to the race, that's a great spot to find some great food options. There's also tons of drink options. Mm-hmm. Like we said Monza like literally only served beer <laughs> when I went last year and I was so thrown off because I'm used to you know the USGP offering just all these really amazing like craft cocktails yeah. and and they even have like drink um machines machines yeah so like you can literally click margarita and this yeah. little machine will just like and it you scans one. your face the first time and that way when you go back you don't have to use like, your card pull, yeah use your card pull out your ID like it just scans you and it yeah. Put in your order. So cool. So <laughs> we're going to get to see all the new options this year. So thank you, Coda, for having us. We're going to be out there on Wednesday. And then we'll be back on Friday. Friday. Yep. For qualifying. Practice. Yes, practice. And oh, then, yeah. And qualifying. Because it's a sprint weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have one practice and then we'll have qualifying. Yes. And then Saturday, the first sprint race ever in Austin, which. So cool. I'm excited for, you know, just to see it. It's like a double whammy. Yeah. (laughs) So Saturday, we were thinking we would do a meetup. So if you guys are in the area, we were going to, we'll give you like more specifics on the exact location once we figure that out. But um, we're going to do a little meetup on Saturday morning at 930. Yes. And we'll have some mimosas, have some beer, talk Mm -hmm. some F1, just get together and celebrate. Yeah, it'll be fun. So we were thinking like 930 to 10, you know, an hour before. Yeah. Like as everyone's going in and before all the action starts like on track, because there's a, you know, a bunch of other support races going on. So but we just thought it'd be fun like to get to meet you guys and and talk to you guys and it's going to be so exciting. So yeah, and it'll be in parking lot A for sure. Parking lot A. We'll just have to figure out where in parking lot A once (laughs) once we get there and park. So yeah, so we're so excited. Um, Do you have any other thoughts Um, going into the next couple weeks? No, we have five races left. And <laughs> so close. I know it's like once Austin comes and yeah, and it just starts to finish up from there. But we still yeah. have some good fights going on. I think that for we, sure we 
need to keep an eye on. So yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to be with you for the weekend. It'll be great. I know. So, um, all right, guys, I guess we will see y'all in two weeks. Make sure you keep track on our Instagram, follow us, rate, subscribe. We love you. And we will see you after the USGP. <laughs> Bye. Bye.